0: Hey everybody, my name is Daniel. With me is my co-host Donovan. Welcome Hello. to Why Must Love Fade. Today we're going to be talking about Book One in Drew Karbisson's Darth Bane trilogy, The Path of Destruction. Uh, so we're going to start off with our first impressions, and then we'll we'll kind of dive into the story and and go more in depth that way.
1: Uh, yeah, that's uh, actually.
0: Do you want to do you want to kind of go into like a little bit of your a little bit of your oh, star wars history yeah your background yeah, okay okay,
2: okay okay um yeah on star wars i i do like i love star wars a lot i've seen all the movies i've seen all of the animated stuff maybe except for that christmas special um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen that um and i've read a few books like i've i've seen i've i read the kenobi book a long time ago which is pretty that's like pretty ironic or convenient because it's like the show just came out. Actually, I'm remembering that now.
0: Yeah, the and, the John Jackson Miller book.
2: Yeah, John Jackson Miller. That was like the first Star Wars book I read. And um, so my main like things that connect with this story are probably like the Kotor games I played, since this story kind of relates to um, like a later part in the what is still considered the Old Republic. I think. Yeah. And so the Kotor games like are probably some of my favorite Star Wars content. I never got to play Old Republic, but when it comes to this series specifically, um there's a lot there was a lot of uh, Wikipedia dives I had done for like a lot of Star Wars knowledge that I have. Uh uh-huh. so like this this story is kind of like I do know what happens in it. I don't know every detail, but I know like the ending. And this book was pretty surprising. I didn't. It's it's a lot different when you're going through like the Wikipedia article of a person going through Sith Hogwarts and uh, actually reading it. So that was pretty cool. Um, so that's like my kind of background. I I know about this story. Um, I have a large interest in like the rest of the expanded you universe. Yeah, mostly just legends though. I don't really. As of yet, the the new canon books haven't really interested me that much, hmm. and I'm pretty sure Kenobi. I mean, Wait, one of? Hmm?
0: You've told me that you you've read like the uh, the Marvel comic kind of like Vader series. Oh yeah, the yeah, one no, by no, Charles no, Sorat. I, or I do read the one? comics.
2: I think this one's is that Charles? Yeah, yeah, the 2014 one. I, I like, think.
0: Is it Kieran Gillen or Charles So? Which one? I think it was right? Kieran
2: Gillen. Charles So the the kieran gillen i think is the one i read that's the one where it starts right when he turns into darth vader like when he's saying no like right after that
0: okay yeah yeah it's like kind of shows his like uh beginning years the beginning
2: yeah oh my god that story's awesome yeah so i do oh yeah sorry i left out all the comics i do read i've read some star wars comics mostly i've read about a little bit more than half of star wars legacy I tried like the first issue of the second legacy series, which got canceled uh, because of the merger. I'm pretty sure. I think with it's like a solo descendant instead of a Skywalker descendant. Yeah. Um, And I've read, yeah, that star, that Vader comic. Also the inquisitors. I just want to point out that I normally disliked a lot. I, I ended up liking them in the Vader comic. So yeah, that's, Oh, and then there's the other video games. um I've never haven't played Fallen Order, which I wish I want to get to that so
0: so uh, yeah, new, new canon not not really gotten into yet, but the you're kind of like a old Canon head kind of,
2: yeah, like most of the stuff I know about is has to do with that. um another convenience that we talked about Kenobi just coming out. I'm pretty sure Kenobi was one of the last legends books to come out before they disney themselves oh really i didn't, I didn't yeah, know I think what it year it like came out 2012 or 2013 okay, yeah. about the year that it happened um uh,
0: i know i mean back before i was like super heavy into star wars like i know you were like all about the uh you know just the the wikipedia the kind yeah. of getting getting into all like the lore and stuff so, all like the
2: old legend stuff
0: yeah you were always kind of into like the old EU
2: Mm-hmm. And I was—I'll admit I was kind of a hater. I, I'm, I'm trying to be more open about it because who knows if we end up reading some of those, yeah, pique my interest one day. Um, yeah, but what about me, you?
0: For me, I I kind of gotten into uh, Star Wars more hardcore in recent years uh, with like uh, newer, heavily.
2: newer, yeah, heavily. I would newer, say heavily
0: with newer canon stuff. Uh, kind of got me into it, and then uh, you know with the you know, the Mandalorian coming out kind of, I kind of, you know, had all that backlog Clone Wars stuff to watch and Rebels and whatnot. That kind of got me heavier into it. And uh, since then I've kind of went on to like <laughs> read a bunch of like le- old legends stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and my, I kind of made like a big chronological legends list because they have at the beginning of every uh, book, I don't know if this is in your like digital copy or whatever. Oh yeah, but, it's there. Yeah. They have like a giant, yeah. like, a chronological thing so i kind of like checked off like it was like over 100 books that i put on my plan to read at the beginning
2: oh lord how many have you uh, checked off since then
0: oh man i think i've read like 60 to 70
2: of the list that you made
0: yeah i I, i've crossed off a lot of them because they they since then i've kind of lost interest in like a lot of stuff like the Med star duology and stuff like clone wars era stuff but oh yeah uh, it it kind of started with this trilogy, the Darth Bane trilogy, is the first Star Wars books that I read. Uh, and then I kind of went off from there into like, you know, New Jedi Order, Theron, all that, all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, the Bane books uh kind of started me off on that journey. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of ex- I'm kind of excited to do this trilogy to start yeah. off because it's the be it was the beginning of my book Star Wars journey. So. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool,
2: definitely. Uh,
0: and then yeah, the KotOR games, you know, Fallen Order. Uh, I I love those games. So,
2: Force Unleashed. Did you ever play Force Unleashed?
0: No, I I never did. Um, I
2: left that I, out of mind.
0: Yeah, I gotta get to that though. That's
2: you could you cool. could you could maybe skip the second game though. Don't worry about. Okay. <laughs> <it.
0: laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's get into the first impressions. Uh, what did you think of the book?
2: Um. Uh, I liked it a lot. The first impression for me after finishing is definitely just very positive. And actually, we've had like, I think I read about a week ago, I've had a longer time to think about it. And I think um, still, I still think the later part of this book, not the later half, maybe like the last fourth of the Uh book is like it, the writing definitely um, weakened a little bit. But the strongest parts were definitely enough to like just like fully captivate me like and when I refer to the best parts I would say majority has to do with um the character Bane like his journey and especially when he gets to uh the Sith Academy um near the beginning of the book um is like the strongest the strongest moments for me like when he's going through like very tough times like as this as this uh Potentially evil college student, basically like trying to learn to be evil, and him uh, questioning the ways of how the Sith currently do things. um Definitely, I like that a lot because um, he kind of became like he's kind of like that nerd in the book. Like he go- he's like a tough guy. Like he's always described as this like muscular man, and um he's like he's like this tough guy persona kind of, and when he he's kind of actually like the biggest nerd like he's the only person who like uses the the old library and stuff and
0: yeah the old archives the old
2: archives and like so by the end the character that he becomes where he just thinks he's like um right and everybody else is wrong i i really like uh i really like that aspect and the background of the war that's going on between sith and republic um is pretty interesting too, but I would also say that that's where uh most of the writing that I didn't like came from, which is at the end of the book with you know like uh the thought bomb going off mm-hmm. I thought a lot of that and key players on the republic side like general Hoff were mainly where some of the writing got really not re- no not really bad but just kind of like didn't keep the same quality all the way throughout yeah that's kind of my that's kind of my thing like a very good book and the ending um impactful but not necessarily written to the best i think they could have done or carpentine could have done
0: yeah i i would tend to agree with with that i mean i i think as it goes on it becomes less uh you know uh detailed like less concerned Mm -hmm. about about like world building uh and introducing characters and whatnot it, it becomes more concerned with like
2: the you gotta... force over or or like focusing in on that one
0: yeah like the last fourth of the books really like we we have to get to these these plot points like mm-hmm. it kind of feels like um not, not rushed but it's like a lot more like it, it's a different pace from the rest of the book to the point mm-hmm. where there's not a lot of like care it seems like put into it as, as, as much as like the first half of the book. Definitely. Um, I, I would agree with like all the stuff on, uh, Rusam. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, it's, I mean, to me, the battle sequences aren't really there. Like that's the big negative for me is, uh, the little we do get, like, the battle sequences, there's not a lot of description of the actual battle, it's more this one character is, like, kind of slicing through, like, some people and mm-hmm. that's it, and that's kind of all we get and then we don't really get anything about the battle itself, you know, yeah. or, like, it's, it starts to get confusing when,
2: like, it doesn't really describe how long they've been on Rusan. what, you know. Because mm-hmm. uh, you're big into, like um, like, definitely, like, war tactics and and things and books that you've read and how would you say it like holds up like when it comes to like the large-scale battle type books you read I
0: mean well it's just not there really like mm-hmm. it's yeah know, like you have all these forces there and you don't really I mean you don't show a lot of them and you also don't really describe like you know like how long the battle's been going on and kind of uh what it's really about i mean we just get like jedi versus sith but mm-hmm. um yeah and then the, like the general Hoth stuff was like yeah
2: that's actually true because they they call it a sith rebellion and i guess you would call any rebellion that's like opposing the main empire or republic a rebellion but they don't say what they're doing it for it's just kind of like to kill all the jedi eradicate the jedi i guess
0: yeah, we don't really get a sense of like, is Rusan like, what is Rusan? Is this like a.
2: Like, uh, where does it fit inside the war? Like,
0: yeah, is this like a big, uh, is planet like for them to take? Yeah, like, what is this a big, like, trade route or whatever? But I mean, I mean, that's like kind of an epic, but it, it's like, the, <laughs> like, all the, the entire battle sequences are kind of filled with that type of stuff where I don't really know. Like, this is more just to have. Stuff towards the end, right? With the bomb, mm-hmm. bomb and
2: whatnot, it almost feels um, kind of like does it feel kind of like, um, they're just like every Star Wars book has to have every Star Wars story just has to have a war in it, um, or do you think they need to be in the war for Bane to do the actions that he has to take? Like,
0: yeah, I think it, it just needed to exist just to get Bane there and. Uh, the thought bomb to wipe out most of the Sith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But other, I mean, I feel like I'm being the negative, like, I, the, felt, like I felt little like bit that of the I
2: was being that too. So, uh,
0: but I, I really do like this book. Um, a lot of it is like really amazing, like set up and uh, really good world building. I, I love the Sith Academy on Korriban, uh, mm-hmm. and just like Bane's progression through the story. Uh, it's filled with like a lot of emotion, and he, uh, Karpishen conveys that really well. With like, you know, we kind of get into Bane's head, and you get like a a clear progression from a miner who seems to like be well intentioned and have like a, you know, a bad kind of a bad rap, yep. uh, you know, in life, and then uh, he transitions into like a Sith Lord, which is really <laughs> cool to see. So, yeah, but yeah, I I really like this book too.
2: Did you say it's your favorite after since you've already read the other ones?
0: Uh, yeah. So I read the trilogy. I think it's my favorite um, this one or the second one. But it, okay. it's it's for I sure. Change. Yeah, I wonder. I think it might change. But I, I really do really like this book. Um,
2: nice. You
0: want to go into the story?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's do that. Right. So explain how we're gonna how we're gonna do the story
0: yeah uh so I, I have like um you know notes here written down uh I'll, I'll kind of read out a little short summary and we'll we'll go scene by scene um, okay. or section by section more like um so this is the prologue uh the year is 1006 BBY. the sith have recaptured Corban from the jedi Lord Khan meets with two of his fellow Sith, Cordis and Kopex. Together as the Brotherhood of Darkness, they begin the Academy of the Sith. And this is kind of like the prologue. It's, I mean, it's like, what, like a page is long. Is the
2: beginning them creating this, the Academy? Like, have they not? did they not already have the Academy? Um, so what I'm
0: getting a sense of, it kind of uh, hints at this a little bit. This is what I mean by we don't really get a sense of what, Anything. what was before mm-hmm. but i mean we know that Corban has like a valley of the sith and stuff and like they've been here before this was like the home world of the sith previously
2: mm-hmm.
0: so um my the last time
2: it was used though like what three thousand years ago
0: yeah probably and then my, my take on it is they're taking it back
2: okay uh, oh do you them. think the battle in the first chapter is them on Corban? is that actually there
0: um no 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 in the the prologue the the prologue's them like having won a battle i think on korriban Mm. and they're like okay we got korriban back that's why when later on when bane uh you know goes to the valley of the, the the dark lords and he like uh is looking for stuff to find he mentions that all the jedi have already, like, kind of oh, like taken ran- everything. Yeah, I yeah.
2: Think it said that some Sith had just, like, stole stuff, and mostly it's been captured by the Jedi.
0: Yeah, it's, like, in their library or whatever. Yeah. So I think the Jedi have had control of Corban for a while, and...
2: uh, And then they yeah. established this new school. You know what it could be? It could also be because it reveals in the story that there's multiple schools for different... Uh, types of Sith so there's like a spy school assassin school I think warrior school like berserker school and then there's this is like the Sith Lord school So (laughs) they probably yeah they probably had all the other ones already and then they retook Korban maybe to create like the Sith Lord school it's kind of weird that they didn't have a Sith Lord school before you know that would be weird (laughs) but that would make sense of why like all the Sith Lords are all just like the ones we just like see, like the teachers at the school. Uh Kopesh, Kasim. and
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, but it also says that the other students have been like training for a oh, while. For years. So That's true. Maybe I don't know, maybe there was just a school set
2: up somewhere else and they moved it to Coroban. Corobant, yeah. Now that they've recaptured that was- it have most of the students okay wait we're we're talking about the beginning of the book let's (laughs) we're we're still um talking about the establishment of the school right so there's
0: yeah the prologue which is like a page long i was like Mm -hmm. it was like two pair two or three paragraphs and i was Mm -hmm. like okay that's a very quick prologue
2: (laughs) very quick usually reading for like a few more pages um i just noticed that all three of the teachers or all three of the Main Sith Lords, all their names start with a K: Kopech, Khan, and Kasim, right? E, well, yeah. Cordis has a Q. Cordis has a Q, but they're all K noises.
0: Uh, yes. Interesting. Khan, Cordis, Copex, Kasim, yeah. All of them have a K except except for
2: Cordis. What makes? Let's see. What makes Cordis different? Isn't he like the only? Well, Khan well, never shows up there, but he's like the main one that doesn't like Bane, right?
0: uh con no 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 con... no cordis oh cordis yes 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 he's like the the, the uh dumbledore kind of, <laughs> of oh yeah yeah
2: he's in charge of the sith lord school
0: and uh yeah he didn't recruit bane so he kind of is against them um copex and whatnot
2: and recruit um is a funny word here because they're supposed to be the brotherhood of darkness but every time just like that like he somebody gets recruited and you're not the one who recruited them you kind of feel like somebody's coming through your throat or like your place kind of right
0: yeah that's very you
2: get from the prologue
0: that's very realistic like Mm -hmm. i feel like that 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 would happen a lot like even if you're supposed to be equal there's going to be a lot of like political infighting you know trying to get the uh Trying to get the higher position, mm-hmm. even though you're supposed to be equal, you know. Like which there's is the always you
2: made this this brotherhood thing.
0: Yeah, there's always going to be a, like a power play in the Sith, like you, no matter what. Um, which is funny.
2: Yeah, who's the um, one who recruits him again?
0: Copex. Copex, Okay. Copex, Yeah. Uh. Okay. I'm a. So oh, yeah, we jump three years later, where Destel's working as a cortosis miner on the world of Patras. After an off-duty high-stakes card game against some Republic officers goes wrong, he leaves Apatros to join the Brotherhood of Darkness. So this is where we, you know, we start off with Dessel. He's a uh, miner who grew up on this world, Apatros. It's owned by the... uh, Oro. Oro, the Oreworks Mining Company. Mm -hmm. Is that right? I think so. Um, They're kind of like uh there's are supposed to be like one of the only mining uh businesses Planets.
2: around yeah like yeah for cortosis right
0: yeah which is um uh kind of like the old used beskar steel the the steel that can block lightsaber is very durable uh the legends version of what is it the uh is it adamantium oh yeah yeah
2: sure yeah adamantium
0: um or what's the thing that Captain
2: America shields made out of? Uh, there's vibranium. Which ones? Uh, I forget. Which so one's more vibranium is the one that can like, um, it just stops all the momentum. So if you shoot it with a bullet, it stops the momentum of the bullet. So it it's not going to damage you because there's no momentum. But if it's adamantium, is like the stronger one. It's adamantium is probably what you mean. It's like Wolverine's skeleton. Yeah, it's like the it's strongest, like steel. indestructible.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Near near indestructible. Uh. And that's kind of what they're mining here. Um, this is where uh, we kind of learn Dessel's backstory with his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or at least the kind of the beginnings of it. Uh, cause one of his dad's old friends comes up to him and kind of picks a fight with Dessel and Dessel. he, uh,
2: he's just like, he's just kind of tired of his um, cause I think he's challenged. No, he's never challenged him before but he knew he didn't like him because, um, he, this guy, what's his name? Hurst along with his father who hates Death, his son. Um, this guy also, uh, picked on him. I think that, I think that was in the book, right. That they like kind of all collectively picked on him cause he worked in the mines yeah. from a young age too.
0: Yeah. And, and, uh, he kind of starts a fight with them and, um, this is kind of where we first learned that Desil, uh is force sensitive as well. Um, I mean, it's kind of obvious from the from what, <laughs> yeah, you're, what you what you pick the material, it up. As. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you get the first like. I But forget, it is
2: cool to see how how um, a person not familiar with the force, like somebody who's not already a Padawan or already training as a Sith, sees the force powers being used. Like, yeah he believes in some kind of supernatural powers just because he kind of has them himself. Yeah. So it's not like Han Solo being like the force doesn't even exist anymore. Like the air <laughs> doesn't even exist ever. The Jedi are not the re-
0: hokey, hokey pokey nonsense or whatever. Yeah, dude.
2: Um,
0: yeah. And then, uh, and we kind of get like Dessel's inner monologue. Of, like the company doesn't really care if we get into fights. Um, I mean they don't really care about them as people at all. Mm. Capitalism
2: and whatnot. I think and, there's a part in the where it says that it's like the hardest job that's not being a slave in in like the galaxy or something.
0: Yeah, they're like basically slaves but <laughs> they I mean they get money and they get money for it. Um and then we kind of meet uh after the fight he goes to uh the bar and well do you have anything more on the fight
2: um no no no. it's he yeah he beats the guy like very badly and then he gets like yeah uh sent home for the day
0: oh and and another thing uh kind of at the end where it mentions that he's not the type of person to uh keep beating on a man once he's down
2: Uh, oh so we kind of
0: get we kind of get like a little bit of like he's not he's not like a shitty person. Like he'll, mm-hmm. he'll beat he's you up. Himself. He's defending himself and he, he won't go any further. Uh, as opposed to he's, I think he says like, it wouldn't be that he wouldn't treat me the same or something like that. Like he would. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he kind of walks away from it and he knows he's going to get like a day, a day or two's pay taken off. Mm-hmm. Uh, or without pay. Yeah. And so he ends up going back to the bar and he meets his, uh, barkeep friend. Uh, we kinda get like the whole schedule breakdown. This is where I really like all the detail stuff. Um, we get like all the schedule breakdowns for everybody. Uh how like the the
2: bar functions.
0: How the bar functions, how the planet functions, like, you know, we get like kind of the state of mind of all the miners and stuff. Um, we get uh one of my favorite little detail things in here is like uh once he gets into the card game, uh, somebody asks him, you know, why, why are you, why are you like bald or something like that? And he kind of says, oh, we're bald because all the miners here start getting uh, toxicity from the cortosis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just like stuff like that. That's really cool. Um, And so he gets into like this uh, card game uh, and uh, with the Republic officers that he sees come in. Yeah,
2: he only wanted to go to the... I think he only wanted to go to the bar that day because he saw that there was a, a Republic ship, which meant there was people that he could actually play in the card games because nobody wants to play him anymore.
0: Because he's so good because of like his force abilities, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He just kind of just probably wins too much. So everybody's a little too scared.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really cool where it's like, he's not gonna go play if he doesn't see anybody like yeah any, anybody,
2: I mean anybody I think he might have been on his way to go home because they were like they they were transferring him home I think they're like somebody was like driving him away from work and he was like he sees the ship and he's like I guess it's time to go to the bar
0: go punk some dudes out yeah, to- their money seriously yeah and he uh, he enters his game and the stakes keep rising and mm-hmm. uh do you have anything before about we the... get to
2: the end of the game though i do want to point out there the the guy the republic commander that was there at the table he he tries to recruit them to the uh to the army to yeah. of the republic and i thought it was the funniest thing ever because he tells he tells them what the republic's about and he's about you know like being free or or whatever like being equal and stuff is what he says and then he's like, well, what are the Sith like? And he's like, the commander tells him they're basically about like the strongest survive, um, um, the strong rule, and like the weak serve. And um, he, in his inner monologue, uh, Death at the time, not being yet, he's, he's kind of like, oh, like the Sith sound like my kind of people, honestly. So yeah. I was like, this is like the first time that a recruiter came up to somebody and the other side just sounded like way better. Like they <laughs> he, they pumped up the other side for the recruit that they were trying to get.
0: That is pretty funny. And they, I do remember they um, he has like this back and forth with that guy. The thing is like the main officer, right? He mm-hmm. or the the high ranking official guy. Uh, he he kind of says like, you know, this the Sith would just uh come take all this all this uh cortoses off of you, like and not pay you like we're, we're mm-hmm. actually paying you guys for it that's the difference mm-hmm. and he's like well no you're paying the company the company's <laughs> the company's not really giving us shit and yeah we're stuck here fucking basically as slaves while you guys just like you know
2: talk about equality yeah so and it's just, like um, you only are helping us because we give you cortosis yeah, like you're only like, here
0: we're still slaves to you guys it's just like you guys don't really care and mm. we're, we're basically also giving our lives away down here. But you guys, like, yeah, it, it's it's basically the same. It's just, like, a, you know, you're paying the companies instead. Mm. So that was really cool.
2: We're basically already in this war, like, where people die down here.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think the night goes on, right? It's, like, a full night game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the officers start to, like, just leave because they start to lose their money. Mm-hmm and they're like ah like i'm out of here um and i i think like the what is it the the morning shift comes in and they start playing because it's such a big it's such a big pot that at some at at some point you can't even refuse
2: yeah yeah even if you know that des is playing it's just like well if i made this money i could maybe get off this planet i guess is the idea
0: yeah and uh I forget who is it a Republic officer that you know he has such a good hand that he doesn't think that he, that he could lose.
2: Yeah, it's like that young guy. He's like the an officer who's basically got a a winning hand, like it wins probably 90% of games. Yeah, 99% and, probably.
0: And he goes into like all the rules of uh, what's the card game called? Um, is this Sabak? Yeah, Sabak. Sabak, I think it's the same card game in, as in Kotor one and two.
2: Yeah, the one that I never play. <laughs> the one
0: that you have to sometimes like play once or twice and go or two. Yes, you
2: have to play it. It's ridiculous. Like at <laughs> least either. in at least in Triple Triad, Final Fantasy, or like Gwent, it's like you don't have to play this game.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> you have to for like if you want to get like a good ending for a for like a side character or whatever. Terrible. Um, it's not even that good of a game, but it's like better described in here than it is in the game, which is true. Funny. True uh so yeah he gets like the the best hand but then des gets somehow like the secret best hand or whatever (laughs)
2: it was basically like it was basically like he had the dude had like a perfect hand for what is basically a joker i think it's called the idiot and oh yeah the the idiots array the idiots array yeah and then bane or des had the double idiot array like he had two, <laughs> yeah. he
0: had two of that card in his hand or something like yeah.
2: that <laughs> and then the dude was just like there's no way you're not cheating <laughs> yeah basically
0: and uh uh he kind of starts losing his mind since death one and uh we get the barkeep kind of shooting into the air being like everybody get the fuck out of here and uh he kind of hears from the barkeep afterwards that he was kind of influ- influencing everybody's mind a little bit uh, emotions so we oh, yeah, get, kind of get like that we kind of get a sense that the barky knows you know uh-huh. what Des is up to a little bit mm-hmm. um and this is the first instance we get of kind of like um a little bit you know sith battle meditation mm-hmm. uh influence making everybody
2: like influencing like their fears and their like h- hatred and aggression and stuff
0: yeah but as opposed like to like battle meditation we only get a glimpse of battle meditation here or in this book, but from what I get from, like, Jedi battle meditations, more, like, enhancing their strength, their courage, and whatnot, mm-hmm. whereas Sith battle meditations, like, enhancing, like, their their fear um, yeah. and whatnot, so and anger. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's pretty cool. We get the beginning of that.
2: Yeah, I never even knew that there was actually a difference between how they would do it, like, but I guess when you're drawn from the dark side, it's best to just, like, uh, you guys are already evil so let me just capitalize on what you're already doing
0: getting a little yellow eyed already
2: Well mm-hmm. little, little lemonade eyes
0: <laughs> um but yeah he uh after this he what does he do he he leaves the bar right and Mm-mm. he kind of gets into this like back alley fight with the republic officers
2: in the dark like three of them
0: yeah uh and they kind of jump him, and i really like this fight scene uh it's like one of my favorite fight scenes in the book i think only because of how uh of how well described it is
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i really like how chaotic it gets once you know it gets dark uh it it, it really describes like the barrages of punches and the anger that Des feels really well mm-hmm. and uh and then you get kind of like a force moment where he sees the Vibra knife in the dark, and he can like take it from him, and, and he
2: stabs a Republic officer. Um, and then it's kind of like he's not even... Or he shouldn't have been able to see the Vibra blade, so it was like the Force gui- like guiding him or helping him Yeah. in that fight, right?
0: Yeah, like a little bit. I mean, sometimes we get a sense that he's... I guess so far he's kind of been using the force just uh, non intentionally, right? It's just yeah. kind of coming to him.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, it's like an ultimate move, like it, like the meter builds and then he can finally use it, but he doesn't know that he's gonna use it. I guess. Yeah, but
0: yeah, I, I just really like this hand to hand fight. Like I think at one point it describes like cartilage breaking breaking on a guy's nose, mm-hmm. um, and then it's like. You know, describes, I really like how he describes the angry fits that Des has. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's really good. And then they kind of run off. He uh, decides that, I mean, the only place he can go back to, the only friend he has is uh, the barkeep. So he goes back and he kind of tells him what, what's up. And the barkeep's like, Well, I, I mean, I have friends in both the Sith and the Republic armies but he kind i of... could
2: send you to the sith right now if you want
0: <laughs> yeah he, he's like you're a sith and the guy's like nah bro you just fucked up with the republics so i gotta send you there exactly <laughs> i
2: love i love that dude it's like dang this is like fate bro it's like it's like when if you're thinking about it it's like dang what if bane became a good like was on the the jedi and it's like bro do you know what would have to happen like he would have to like his whole story can't happen unless he kills that guy.
0: Yeah. He kind of, yeah. He kind of sealed his own fate without knowing it, which is really cool. Uh, yeah. He sends him,
2: uh, does it describe him going to the, it's like, so, so basically it, the next thing you see is that he is on the ship, like the friend of, um, the barkeep's name is Groshik. I have it right here. I forgot it. Um, his name is Groshik, and he, it cuts to him being in, like, a secret compartment on uh, one of his Sith friend's ships. And then I think it cuts to him being in the army. Okay.
0: Okay, yeah, so he, like, gets on the ship, and he's basically... It cuts to, like, a year later.
2: Yeah, it's almost, like, exactly a year later. I think he says, like, 13 or 12 months. Yeah. Also, and... um, Bane, your death is, like... In the beginning of the story, he's like twenty three years old. So after the series, like twenty four now. Twenty four. Yeah. And do we think uh, the rest of the books like basically? I think the rest of the book probably contains like maybe uh, six months, eight months, or something. Because yeah, there's some spells where he says months have passed for certain things. All right. And then he yeah goes to the joins this. What does he join? The uh, gloomwalkers. Yeah, so
0: a year later on Fasera, uh, Lieutenant Ulabor leads an elite Sith Army unit called the Gloomwalkers to capture a Republic outpost where Dessel eventually leads a mutiny against Ulabor and takes command of the unit. Um, so yeah, we cut to Fasera and uh, we kind of get we kinda of get background here on uh, the unit that Des is a part of, the Gloomwalkers where we get where he first joins I think it's on uh, Kashyyyk, is where he first joins, right? Yeah. And uh, they're a little incompetent. They're kind of just frontline, a frontline unit. Um, and it describes Lieutenant Ulabor, their leader, as like a little bit of, of an uh, a coward, incompetent leader.
2: So so Ulabor is there on Kashyyyk with them. And yes. when it's talking, there's like a flashback of the, the Kashyyyk mission, right? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't really I, that part was kind of confusing me I couldn't tell if like they were supposed to be doing what they were doing like the situation that they get into like was it ulibor's fault um because remember deaths it's like a story of deaths like saving them like when he becomes
0: so it it, it doesn't uh, really go into detail on uh, okay. what he what he does but it does it does like Hint that Ulabor was at fault for something oh, okay. that happened on Kashyyyk. Like, just him being incompetent on Kashyyyk and uh, Des. And I forgot uh, the person that joined with with him, like his buddy. <laughs> I forget his name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he. he Next time he, we'll
2: have a list of all the characters' names.
0: <laughs> and he kind of joins with him. And uh, they. Uh, he kind of sees how incompetent Ulubor is and kind of starts to lead the gloom the Gloomwalkers with his force abilities. Mm-hmm. And um, Ulubor gets a medal after that mission, and uh, Des is kind of like content with continuing to lead like in secret almost,
2: yeah, like unofficial leader of the group,
0: which is, I mean, it's pretty cool, it's pretty. Uh, rule of two, sippy to me, where it's like, I'm gonna, oh, lead. I never
2: even thought of like that.
0: Yeah, like he's like doing his like Palpatine impression, kind of mini on the on the goom walkers. Uh, uh, kind of awesome. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. And, um, let's see, he so they're on this um, mission to capture mm-hmm. the outpost. And I'll oh, go ahead.
2: Oh, no, I was just gonna say what, yeah, I was just gonna tell you the story. What they're doing
0: yeah and he uh ulabor kind of so we do get details on this one where ulabor wants to kind of just do a f- full frontal assault right on this outpost yes uh during the broad daylight and yeah Des is like what are you fucking stupid dude like what are like, you talking about
2: yeah do you just hate us like what like <laughs> you just want us to die and he's like ah oh, this is a command directly from uh you know hq or whatever
0: yeah, it, it reminded me very much of General Krell from fucking Clone Dude, Wars. Yes, the, the Umbara arc where he's just like tr- purposefully trying to lead them to their deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even know if Ullabor is trying to lead them to their deaths or what. What his deal it,
2: is? It does imply that he's like, so he gets the command, and I think Des kind of feels that Ullabor knows it's stupid, but in his internal monologue, he thinks that Ullabor is just doing it. Cause he's too afraid of the brotherhood to disobey them. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, he's he was like... like, he's like a coward, basically. Like, he's more willing to have his whole squad die than accept punishment from them. I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but like, he's that's still pretty stupid. I mean, like, you're gonna be dead, so how are you gonna get punished? Like,
0: y- yeah. Um and Desk kinda of leads a mutiny against him. Uh and he kind of punches him, knocks him out. Uh
2: he orders what, like two new recruits, two, right? Two new recruits to like stand guard while everybody else goes and does the cool stuff. Yeah. And uh this
0: is where we get them going to capture the outpost. Uh in a pretty cool pretty cool action scene, uh where Desk is like reliant on his force powers kind of like <laughs> blows everybody in the gloom mind like damn like yes even though he we've kills seen
2: this before. nine people with a sniper rifle and at first he asks um the lieutenant to do it i think she's like sir this is impossible um once i kill one of them it's gonna all the other ones are gonna react like instantaneously this is like one of my favorite action scenes i think probably in the book because he kills like three of them or four and then um she notices that a flashbang basically goes off and so the next five or so kills like of the nine are him doing it while he's blind and he didn't even know he was blind blinded until like after he does it all like and so she sees that and she's just like dang like I, i'm pretty sure that story like spreads throughout the camp like very quickly yeah i think they describe in then the entire mission kind of, I'm pretty sure it goes off without a hitch, right? Like it was very successful. Like they were able to strike at night. Um, like deaths originally wanted.
0: Yeah. He, it goes by like pretty seamlessly. Um, before the mission, he kind of told them, he's like, Hey, just call them up right now. So by the time they get here, we'll be done.
2: Big balls move right there.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it backfires on him a little bit because they get back and fucking, uh, Little boy's already got his homies with him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Time to get back. So it's kind of like a case of death's <laughs> you, you, your arrogance. Own enemy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, after a successful mission, uh, Ward gets back to the Brotherhood who take him to train his force abilities on Korban. Uh, and there he takes the name of Bane. Uh, and Cordis and Kopek start to theorize that Bane may actually be the prophesied Sithari a perfect being who will lead the Sith and make them stronger than ever. Uh, Mm. And so this is where we kind of get Bane taken. Well, first he gets taken by...
2: I love this sequence. Where he gets taken just by like the... It's just like so vague, like he just doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. And um, so he gets uh, taken off from the army. Uh, I think it describes one of the teachers from later it might be whichever one was a Twi'lek I think or but like they don't tell him anything and they throw him into like a pit and my theory about this whole pit thing is because so basically they don't feed him and they don't do anything with him like they just they just let him like just stay in there and like suffer basically and and to him he kind of describes that like it was kind of like maybe a day and a half he's in there like when you're in his mind he says uh, he hasn't eaten anything and then he falls asleep and he wakes up like still hungry and all this my theory is that i feel like he was in there way longer than he thinks he was and it was like kind of like a test that he was overqualified for like i feel like he was in there for like maybe even like a week and he was like surviving just off of the dark side like like hungry like hunger wasn't affecting him as it should have because of all like the hatred of him being stuck in there and being miserable and like the fear of not knowing what's going to happen uh that's just like what i got from it because because um right after that they like take him to go you know speak to the sith lords and i feel like it was kind of a test like because when he gets to copet or what's the teacher that he ends up talking to I um,
0: think he he talks to in this scene. I think he ends up talking to Cordis. Uh, Cordis, yeah,
2: because he's the leader of the school. Yeah, it was whoever it was, like the first Sith Lord that talks to him. He basically talks about like, oh, all of your, uh, I see. I'm looking at all your accomplishments. Um, in your your year in the war, a lot of these are considered to be impossible, and he's like, but you did them. And so when he said that, I was like, dang, they probably just threw him in there to see like into that pit to see if he really has like the aptitude for the force, you know, because yeah, the only way to survive would be to draw from the force.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I didn't, I not really put that together, That yeah. Because
2: it doesn't mention that they don't really feed him. Yeah. He never gets fed while he's in there. And uh... when he gets on the ship, they feed him whenever he wants. Like, I'm pretty sure they say that he starts like right when he gets off planet, they just feed him and clothe him and give him like a shower, basically.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I didn't put that together. That he's like kind of surviving through the dark side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool.
2: And, and then um, um, he does he get the name of Bane talking to Cordis? Yeah, so he
0: kind of uh, Cordis kind of is like hey, uh, we kind of go by, you know, our, uh, Sith, our Sith names here. So if you want to <laughs> come up with your own name.
2: Come anyways. on, bro. Think of a cool name for yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, we kind of get, I mean, earlier uh, when he's thinking about his dad's, like, abuse towards him, he's kind of thinking about how he used to call him, like, the bane of his existence and whatnot. Oh.
2: God, kind of cringe.
0: <laughs> and it's like this thing that Star Wars does a lot where it feels the need to explain like this specific meaning. Oh, of yeah. Somebody's name. Um, or like, you know, where stuff comes from. I think of like. Dang. The
2: scene actually, in- you might be right. I don't even.
0: But like. I think of the scene in Solo where he's. <laughs> he walks up to the. Okay, dude everybody knows. <laughs> Everybody's listening to this. Probably no, but... seen Solo, dude, <laughs> so he's just bad. like. Uh, i'm alone so my name's solo (laughs) it's like oh my god you don't have to just just like i think i would have accepted
2: bane even without him explaining it
0: yeah you didn't have to like do that you just been like uh bane bane is
2: like an evil word right i mean it's not an evil word it's like it means bad stuff right so
0: yeah i mean it means something to him i guess but Mm -hmm. yeah so he comes he comes up with the name bane he takes it uh and they kind of, he leaves, and uh, Cortis and Kopex start talking about the Sithari a little bit here. The Sithusi. Um, <laughs> <this>, <just,
1: laughs>
2: I, 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 I can't not say it, bro. I just Ew. came, I was like, why? Probably because I hate it. I, I hated this prophecy.
0: We'll get some Sithusi <laughs> later, bro. We'll get some <laughs> Oh, my <laughs> God. Get some, why do some I know simple- what you're <laughs>
2: talking about, Freddie?
0: <already? laughs> the one. Yeah, the one fucking female Sith that we get. Uh, so a, uh, we kind of get like a description of what they think the Sithari is,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: later later we'll kind of know the rest of the the deal. Oh yeah. But right now they kind of think of the Sithari prophecy as like the chosen one for the Sith, mm-hmm. a perfect being who will lead the Sith and make them stronger than ever, and that's all they really know about
2: it. Yeah, but, it's just some. Typical Star Wars prophecy BS to me. Like, like, where yeah. did this come from? They never talk about who said this. <laughs> it's just like a folk tale that they tell around like campfires that they lit with lightsabers and gasoline. Like, what is this?
0: uh You know, it's just something Revan kind of drew on the walls and thought, <laughs> <Yeah>. it'd, be, <laughs> thought it'd be funny yeah. <laughs>
2: with his while he was a Sith for like he- one month, basically.
0: He thought it'd be funny if, like, uh, the
2: next generation thought there was a chosen one. And oh my it. god, <laughs> you're, you're making this way funnier than it needs to be, dude! You imagine they just have like a side mission in Kotor, where you, Kotor one, where you are just like, oh, um, go into this cave. Oh wow, these are markings. Um, they seem to be in the same handwriting as you. Like that's mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> oh, because you, you you're fucking. Because you're they're just like, wow, like, yeah. Um, yeah. so he yeah. starts going to school.
0: Yeah, he's uh he starts his training. He's uh starts studying, um both through uh, instruction and the archives. So mm-hmm. he starts to get lessons from. I believe he
2: starts
0: to get trained by Cordis in the beginning. And yeah, he's
2: excelling everywhere. Like he's he's better than students that have been there for years, is what they say.
0: Yeah, and uh, he's getting like private tutoring type shit, and he's like. Uh, after that he's going to the library reading all the archives mm-hmm. nobody else is doing that the, so the like, learning
2: program at this school is ridiculous right like
0: it's it's kind of just like do your own thing like if you're it gonna... makes
2: little sense because it isn't it just like all right you you start doing good in say the class is like the lessons right yeah and then you could just you just go up to teachers and be like can you train me privately a little bit more and if they like you they'll say yes. And if they don't, they'll say nah. So like, how is the school making good Sith Lords? Like, is my question. I feel like I think it's like supposed to be, you're supposed to be
0: independent. You're supposed to excel on your own and not really be dependent on anybody. True. If you're gonna excel, you're gonna excel. Like, I feel like they really feel that way. They're just like, you should like,
2: basically the people that you're shunning if you have a lot of faith that somebody's going to be a good Sith Lord wouldn't you just like isolate them like keep saying no to them and stuff like
0: I guess that's true I don't know
2: (laughs) it's such a weird school man it's like imagine if Hogwarts was actually like that like like ah you're pretty good at potions like you know you know what like I'll train you some more in potions if you want but (laughs) all these other students nah nah they're gonna fail
0: yeah it really doesn't make any sense um, so we'll go back. We'll go to Rusan. They call it the first battle of Rusan here. Uh,
2: yes, the first battle. battle. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I don't think it's the first, uh, if I'm right. Wait, really? You're talking about... Yeah, so this is when um, Khan is uh, kind of doing his... like. Uh, his Sith uh, med- battle meditation against the Jedi. He's doing battle meditation scene. Um, I, w- I want to say this is probably the most extensive
2: battle scene that we get in the book on Ruzan. Definitely. I mean, yeah, the other, the other ones are just like little skirmishes kind of compared this is, to this.
0: This is uh so Khan's here and Kopex are the two commanders here. Mm-hmm. Cortis is back at the academy um, we haven't really met Kasim yet the, we don't really I mean, get any other characters we just get like you know there's a battle going on
2: uh, also one thing about Khan that I just want to point out um, Khan is like he's kind of like I mean they're a brotherhood they're supposed to be all equals but he's kind of the leader but yeah. he never comes to the school like ever
0: never yeah he, 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 he never was...
2: shows up there so it's it's kind of it's like a interesting dynamic with like the students and basically their cult leader and they he just never shows up not even for like some guest speaking or something bro it's like come on
0: yeah i do like this kind of con's like little descent into madness a little bit in this book yeah um, it's like one of the parts of russan that i like where he he doesn't really leave russan like copex and cordis go back and forth but Khan's the only one that stays there and he seems kind of obsessed with beating the jedi Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to building his own people up, and uh, we have this scene where Khan's went it out against this like random Jedi lady, and Kopex is kind of sees that, and he goes in to take her out, and uh, he takes out a bunch of like kind of smaller creatures. Is it is it uh, other Jedi that he takes out?
2: I think so i I remember like he's kind of, yeah. zeroing in on um where he senses a very strong like willpower from the Jedi side, and she sends like somebody to counter him I thought and he it looked like he was gonna like like his ship gets shot, doesn't it?
0: yeah, it gets shot down, and he kind of breaks through their little yeah, yeah, encampment yeah. or whatever that she's in mm-hmm.
2: um oh and... this part was awesome actually. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was pretty cool. Uh, he kind of takes down. He, like a bunch flies of, like, into the hangar of their he, shit. Yeah, he takes down like a bunch of the chump Jedi that are in there, mm-hmm. and um, I I do really like this part where he kind of walks into the room that she's in, mm-hmm. and uh, it she- describes her as like she's kind of just at peace, and he, like, kind of admires her almost like she yeah. knows what's about to come, but she's gonna kind of hold out to the very last second.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't there. even like like stop what she's doing. She just yep. knows he's going to die and continues.
0: Yeah, and then he's like I admire you but you're dead and then he fucking
2: kills her. Also, um, um what's his name? Khan notices that like from the skilled or or, or was it Kopesh? Kopesh is the one that's here, right? Yes. Uh Kopesh says that he feels like so he's been trained in a lot of forms of the force. But what the feeling he gets from this lady is that, from childhood, adolescence, she's only been trained in battle meditation. Like that's literally it. Like, so her strength is all in that. So when she is like, "I'm about to die," it's like, well, one, I'm okay with Beth, and and two, um, I also don't have any other real like force talents besides this. Like, and I feel like that kind of gets at something about old republic jedi that i kind of find interesting well i guess clone wars jedi two kind of is um uh taking them and turning them into weapons like we see like the jedi are like good like they're the good guys but to be on top of like all these constant wars you got to have power like and you need to have weapons like that so like just getting this kid. Like, I just imagine this lady's life. Like they get this kid and they uh, just built her up from the ground up to just be like this master of battle meditation. And there's actually a quote earlier in the book. I unfortunately don't have it where the Sith Lords are talking about how um, deaths I think might be like how old he is. Right. And they say, yeah, the Jedi, they take people like, like, extremely young this might have been even on the planet i can't remember where this line comes from but they basically talk about how young they take them and they're like sooner rather than later they're going to be starting taking nobody less than like like a literally a, a baby like take them to their jedi temple to train so they need to khan was saying the sith need to capitalize on every single person they could get that the jedi doesn't have so that's why he like i think that's why they eventually accept deaths into the school. Yeah. Which is basically... Yeah, it's, I just thought that was, like, interesting, like, just the dynamic of training these Force users.
0: Uh, yeah, and something you said there, like, kind of... I mean, it's interesting to me that we're in a franchise that it's called Star Wars, obviously, so we're we're always in a war of some sort. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're kind of always seeing the the jedi having to be warriors yeah as opposed to just peacekeepers right so it would be interesting to see i mean i guess this is what they're trying to do with like high republic stuff Mm -hmm. um which i haven't read at all so (laughs) same (laughs) um but yeah like all the other eras of star wars are the jedi kind of you know being born and bred almost warriors Mm mm-hmm uh so it's pretty interesting as opposed to what they're supposed to be i guess which is like it's supposed to be like they're supposed to be learners and uh kind of just uh negotiators almost right
2: yeah like they're i mean peace should be never i mean sorry combat should be like never their first option right
0: yeah last last resort Mm -hmm. as opposed to all the like this older Republic stuff uh you know prequel era stuff even oh like...
2: man i feel like in, yeah in older republic the jedi are just like gangsters like <laughs> <laughs> straight like military, dude the jedi yeah. from kotor 2 are like ruthless bro yeah yeah i mean
0: i mean that's that's kind of what i like about both eras like yeah KOT... it's
2: it's definitely more like um not gray but like some people got a little bit of good in them some people got a little bad bad in them you know
0: yeah yeah they kind of get into the whole like in both things prequel era and and old republic era they kind of get into the whole you know we're not even supposed to be in wars to begin with
1: so Mm -hmm. yeah
0: um but yeah anyway uh i think that's the end of that kind of
2: oh like him joining yeah yeah oh yeah the battle of um rusan so you're saying you don't think it's the first battle I, i really feel like it's it's like the beginning of their, their engagement. Yeah, the on raid song. on... Because it starts with them outside of the planet because this is a space battle and then it goes to like them on the ground. So I kind of thought it was the first one, but maybe not.
0: It might, you might be right because later on... I, I think the only thing that's giving me pause is later on they'll say it's the seventh battle, mm-hmm. but it's only like the second or third that we've seen. So okay. um I wonder if they probably just have like a bunch in between maybe. Mm. that we don't see um but anyway back at the academy Bane starts his saber training and he kills a classmate in a fit of rage after nearly losing in a sparring match which causes c the best student of the academy to notice him mm-hmm. uh so yeah this is where he starts his saber training and he's uh it says he's kind of like doing okay right yeah um, and he kind of gets into a sparring match with a bigger, I think, it's a, is it a Zabrak that he gets into a sparring match with?
2: Um, it, dang, I, this a is bigger what I, dude. Was, I I, when it comes to races and when I'm reading a Star Wars book, it's very difficult because I start to just imagine how they look, but then they say that there's something and I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to look up what <laughs> you look like right now. It's a
0: bigger dude. Uh, okay. they describe him as a bigger even bigger than Bane it's like alien race is bigger than
2: him and you know who I imagine this was I'm just it's this is a random thought but I do you remember the old Clone Wars the 2d one yeah do you remember the episode where um T and those two other Jedi are trying to get Palpatine Palpatine off the planet uh yes there's that white one with the little tube mouth and the big he's like white and furry with those big eyes, oh, right. and, he's, and he speaks in squeak noises. I don't know why, because I know he doesn't talk English. But I just imagined that thing this whole time because he's big, and I don't know. I, I picture a
0: heavier set like Savajo Press from 3D. Oh, covers. okay, okay. Like with because I think they said he had horns, but I can't be too sure actually.
2: I could. I thought the only Zabraks were, uh, uh, was his name, Savak or Sam? What's what's your Oh, T'Rock right. and his two uh, his brother and sister. I he think. Might, I think you're right. I think you're right. It, it.
0: Anyways, it's a bigger guy, and he, um, he almost yeah he almost gets kind of schooled in this sparring
2: match, and he, he actually he, loses like Bain loses yeah in the I actual wanna...
0: sparring match, and then he kind of like force like kills him, force kills him. Yeah. And, Let's describe
2: uh, like these this uh, one detail about these like. Uh, training sessions is really interesting that the weapon that they use it's like a lightsaber but it's still like it's like a solid stick but it has these little thorns on it or something like thousands of them that when you hit somebody it paralyzes that part so it's supposed to imitate uh getting your body parts cut off by lightsaber Mm -hmm. and i think in this fight yeah you people usually know when they've lost when they get hit because you know they can't move so it's usually going to mean like they can't continue and then i think bane gets hit like in the arm or something yeah that's how you know he's he lost and he falls down and the dude just starts like just gloating just like like you're trash bro <laughs> yeah
0: and I, I think well it's because uh bane is kind of like you said he's like the nerd so he's like the, he's like oh <laughs> loner fucking he,
2: he is dude he has no
0: friends and so like everyone's kind of like picking on him and he uh i forget does he talk shit about his uh
2: well like, he talks about how he he's like dude i just beat you all the teachers give you all the time right. in the world like but does he talk shit about his dad their... at all what'd you say
0: does he talk shit about his dad at all i'm trying to remember
2: oh does he say something like that
0: Uh, I don't think he does. I think
2: he was, from what I remember, he was basically saying like, wow, the teachers really wasted your time. They give you all this attention and you couldn't even beat me. Yeah. Uh, Also, he says like, I know you've been, you've been studying me for like weeks or something so so that you could challenge me and you still lost. Just like that kind of stuff.
0: And that kind of like (laughs) angers him a lot. And he kind of, he uses a force landing on him. Really? Yeah, he. Oh, he, dang! I forgot. Uh, and he kills
2: him with the force choke, though. I right.
0: Yeah, he, he kills him with a force choke, and forced, uh, yeah, is I think it's Cordis who's overseeing it. He, it's isn't it? Kasine? Oh, it's it's
2: Kasine, You're right. Yeah, Cassine, swords master. Yeah,
0: he's their sparring teacher, mm-hmm. and he
2: he's like he look he's looking at him, dude. This yeah. is so funny. This this scene is so funny.
0: This details it's awesome because he's just kind of and it actually ties back in later cuz um oh yeah okay so what happens is uh Bane's force choking him Kasim says stop uh it's over and then Bane kills him and <laughs> he says it's it's not over till I say it's over whatever he says yeah
2: whatever he says dude Kasim just looking at the whole thing dude he,
0: he walks away and Kasim is, is it describes Kasim just looking on with interest and i really like it cuz it's uh, once you learn later that uh, Cassim was really judging if,
2: um, uh... the, I think the quote goes, I have it right here. Um, I think this is uh, Khopesh, or the who's the principal, Cortes, Cortes. Um, because he gets sent to the principal's office basically the next day, and he says Lord Cassim wanted to see what happened. He wanted to see how you would act in that situation. He wanted to see if you would be merciful or if you would be strong. It's like kind of awesome. Like, Yeah. He basically just it was lets him kill him.
0: Later on when Bane starts to kind of grow afraid of his power, mm-hmm. almost he... Uh, I forget if it's... I think it's Cordis who also is like uh, Kasim wanted to see or maybe it's Bane thinking to himself, like, Kasim was trying to see if he uh, would almost, like, take hold of that power, or if he would grow fearful of it. Oh, really? That's why why he was looking on an interest, is he's like, okay, now that he's done this, let's see where he goes from here, because he's... It's like
2: a first step kind of thing.
0: Yeah, it's like you can either... You're either going to like take the power or like shrink away from it almost
2: oh okay so he kind of knew that it's kind of like anakin i guess like anakin he betrays mace windu and it's like okay well now you did this now you have to now i'm gonna push you to do other you know worse things like killing children and stuff to see if you could you'll stick you know exactly yeah
0: and so yeah, I, I just thought back to that scene where he's looking back at him, and I'm like, damn, he he was thinking about if he was gonna, ah, uh, yeah, he was gonna, you know, what his next step was gonna be.
2: Because seems his boy did like, definitely.
0: yeah, definitely the best teacher there. Yeah. Um. Uh. So as he grows more powerful, Bane becomes fearful of using the Force, and the Sith lords refuse to teach him any further, sensing a hit on his reputation and that it would welcome many challenges. Bane challenges Cera. Who then beats bane to nearly an inch of his life um so yeah bane we get a scene where bane's kind of laying in his bed and he's having a dream of the rest of his we, we get to see the rest of his flashback with his dad yeah um and he's like an alcoholic and they had this whole argument of like um you know well i'm i'm working just as hard as you are like uh, yeah, he
2: said, like, I took double shifts just so you could have that food in front of you or something like that.
0: Yeah, and Bane's like, I'm working the exact same amount, amount of hours as you are. And he's like, maybe if you didn't spend all your money on your liquor addiction or whatever, uh, we would have <laughs> enough to eat and shit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he starts beating uh Bane's ass. And it kind of describes Bane. Like, he's like, he's old enough to where he can... He's, he's 18, like, yeah. He's old enough to where he's, like, as tall as his father like a little
2: taller and he Um, also says something really cool which is like um when if when you beat me up right now like you better beat me up like very good because this is gonna be the last time like i'm gonna let you fight me like this like with me not doing anything and i kind of felt like that was like i don't know during some of this book i was like maybe it's not correct I'm not like a scholar but I was thinking a lot of like Machiavelli stuff like like um that line from earlier where it's like he wanted where Kasim's like he says Cassim wanted to see if you were merciful or if you'd be strong like kill him and this line which is when you beat me right now you better either make sure you I never like beat me so bad that I never want to oppose you again right or like Or just, like, be sure that you know that I'll never let you do this again. Because it's, like, kind of um, in Machiavelli, it's, like, when your enemies, when you defeat your enemies, make sure they can never never be a threat again, I guess. And Mm -hmm. I liked how Bane was just kind of, like, you know, I'm going to come back for revenge, so you should make sure that I don't want to do that. Like, and (laughs) eventually, actually, it doesn't really get that far, as you're about to describe right now.
0: uh yeah like he <laughs> so uh Bane uh Bane's like yeah you this this will be the last time and then uh he's like you better make it worth it and I like I, I, I forget what the line is but the narration like and it was like and he
2: <laughs> just, <laughs> and, it was. and he fucking just beats his ass and yeah. uh he says he has like he this game this book does have good details like detailing it it describes each injury that he gets from it while he's Trying to go to sleep. Yeah. Broken ribs, fucking mm-hmm.
0: broke yeah, black eyes, all that stuff. Bruises fractured,
2: everywhere. Fractured bones, stuff, yeah.
0: Fractured nebula type shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so he's like going to bed and is and it uh it kind of describes him all beaten up in bed, like ah, I hate you. I, I wanna I, I really like the scene where it's like it reminded me almost of uh uh, Re zero, where he would repeat an emotion. Oh, yeah, it would kind of emphasize that emotion. So it would be like, I hate you. I, w- I want you to die. I want you to die. I want you to die. There's a
2: lot of Sin Archbishop, like, like, uh, uh, serious stuff in here. Yeah, I guess like, I want you to die over and over. And, uh,
0: I guess he didn't, uh, he woke up the next morning and it's like, Yeah, your dad died of a heart attack or whatever. And they never figured out that it was actually him. And Bane kind of wakes up in a sweat, and he's like, "Oh fuck, it was me!" Like this is him figuring it out for the first time.
2: How strong he is! Like, yeah,
0: that he actually like killed him in his sleep while he was like in his own bed. Mm -hmm. And so this is where he first was like, "Oh fuck, this power that I have is like (laughs) really fucked up." Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just that's not the first time I killed a dude back there. It was actually my dad. Like
2: he also talks about like how he doesn't feel the same about all the kills that he did in the war like it was different i guess because he wasn't using i don't know if he says this but i would think it's probably because he wasn't using the force like the lethal force powers that he's realizing he has now during war like he was shooting people mm-hmm. so i guess those weapons kind of felt separate from him but with the force and him killing people he kind of feels like dang like i'm i'm not i'm dangerous but like i didn't know i could do something like this yeah and i never knew i killed my own father <laughs> and he let's see
0: uh so yeah he just let's see he he kind of just like declines in all of his mm-hmm. studies right he's afraid to use the force so all mm. of his teachings start to Regress. Diminish, regress, or he, he kind of just grows stagnant, right? And everybody surpasses him again. Yeah, he
2: talks about how people who were, he was way ahead of are like on the same level as him. Yeah, and all the teachers yeah. won't talk to him anymore.
0: Yeah, and they they're kind of like I forget who's having. I think it's Copex. or Cortis, yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, like uh, is Like, well, forget about him. Like, who cares about him? Uh, fucking C-rack. Is actually the, the, the you know, <laughs> the uh
2: yeah. The alright, that's I'm just gotta make fun of it, bro. It's such a s- dumb <laughs>
0: <laughs> And he's like, leave. Just have everybody ignore him. And mm-hmm. so they're like, alright. Uh, so all the teachers start ignoring him, and he's like, fuck. I gotta do this shit myself now. Yeah. <laughs> and um,
2: he, uh, he goes to oh. uh, the saber training. What?
0: We do, we do get, um, let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he starts to, like, get frustrated, right? And he, mm-hmm. he, he's like, fuck, like, my reputation's bad now, so everyone's going to want to challenge me, and that's probably going to get me killed. Yeah. Uh and he
2: also says, I don't want to challenge, I can't challenge a loser, or else everybody's going to know I'm weak, so.
0: Yeah, I got to challenge this pussy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They uh, he, fucking Sirak. He, he challenges him, and then he just gets fucking stomped. Basically.
2: Oh, and also, let me just point out why. Okay, so Sirak. he's a Zabrak, which is what Darth Maul is. Uh-huh. And of course, they give him a double-bladed, <laughs> like, training stick. Dude. Oh my god. I was like, why? I I have it literally. I literally have it in my notes. Like, um, uh, C-Rack has a. Double bladed lightsaber. Why? Why does he have a double bladed lightsaber? Like, <laughs> that's it. That's for what reason? I don't know. I had to point that out, dude. Yeah, he I beats mean, him terribly.
0: Beats his ass, and it, it kind of describes. I like how it describes. He I think this it. is. Um, this is another one of my favorite fight scenes where he it describes how, you know, Bane uh, is going kind of through the um motions he's going through the movements and he describes the movements as uh some kassim says the movements are supposed to be something you uh use while you're thinking you're focusing on the form are you talking
2: about the forms of lightsaber combat heard yeah
0: like all the different forms oh uh, yes and like the the training forms and stuff like Mm -hmm. all that stuff is it's not like you're not supposed to focus on it. It's just something the like force up.
2: guides you on what to do. Like it's based on the, what you know, yeah.
0: it's just the base for you for your physical movements while you focus on using the force. Basically. Yeah.
2: And one thing we um I don't think we they pointed out later we didn't point it out in the four brag fight that when he killed that other guy in training, but it this book answered a question I always had because you know you're watching Star Wars people in the lightsaber fight like why can't you just stop and choke them with the force? And it's because in the beginning of each combat, like lightsaber combat, they put up a personal shield around themselves in the force um, to like defend yourself against other force things. So yeah, um, when he beat that other guy, he just, that other dude was doing that, but he just shredded through that guy's shield basically to force choke him to death. And in this fight, um. Um. I don't remember if Cerec uses the force on him, but I just wanted to point that out, that so that everybody knows that that's what happens in every fight. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah. And um. Uh, it describes Cerec, his like lightsaber. Yeah. So Bane's like kind of like relying on the movements instead of the force because mm-hmm. he's obviously afraid of the force at this moment. And Cerec is. It describes his. Uh, all his forms is they're just kind of uh, mixing together, mixing together, combining into each
2: other, and he's just fucking them up. Oh man, <laughs> these, these were some brutal hits, dude. Like, it wasn't until this part where I realized how not only does it paralyze you, but the stick is still a, a stick. It's like strong. Yeah. And each hit is like shattering bones. Yeah. And um,
0: so we then cut to. Uh, a little bit of Rusan with uh we get introduced to Githany mm-hmm. Uh who is a Jedi oh. trader and don't she... make
2: me say it, dude. I got it the Githasy, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm done. That's my last one. That's my last one. <laughs> I have it on record now. And so yeah,
0: she's like a Jedi trader. Um she's uh she's just kinda sick of their ways
2: yeah uh, she, she was trained from a little kid too right that's what you got from this like
0: yeah she was she's like she's trained a by the jedi padawan and stuff i do they even say her rank because she's a jedi knight or not
2: i think she's a padawan okay um the padawan ages are the apprentices and padawan ages it, it's like so funny like you never have to care like you could be like a 40 year old padawan i think
0: yeah it probably depends person to person mm-hmm, exactly um but yeah, she she's kind of informing on the Jedi, uh,
2: on Rusan. We assume for a couple battles, right? And... Um, yeah. So, cause Khan is familiar with her. Um, he's like, basically, they're having like this council meeting, right? And he's Khan is like, okay, so we're gonna do this. We're gonna like, um, attack them in these weak points, and making it seem like super simple. And everybody's like, dude, how do you expect us to? get this information like to attack these spots like without con- without using way too much time to do it and then you yeah, know comes in through the door and tells them everything basically um yeah. he has like the she she knows a general of the Jedi order over there I think. yeah
0: um and so yeah she's helping them out uh this is where we get introduced to her and then I think this was before the C-Rack fight, right? And then oh, after, sure, the, after the after the fight, uh, she uh, we get her coming to the academy after after Bane's been in like a back to tank for a while,
2: a long, long time, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, and yeah. she she's in the academy now, um, and she kind of wants to uh, work her way up the ranks, and she knows that C-Rack's the top student there. And she sees kind of Bane, uh, studying by himself alone. And she's like, "Oh, I could use somebody to easy target." Yeah, exactly. I could use somebody to help me, help me take down Serac, like a goon, basically, Mm
2: -hmm. who's also fought him already. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so she kind of uh tries to make a deal with him. Uh, I feel like Bane could see through her almost right away.
2: Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of in the writing there's a lot of like doubling stuff like when it comes to people lying that I actually felt like was really good handled really well in like the books like how people lie because it's it's you you hear them say the word sometimes it doesn't have the monologue so you just have to know how the character thinks and yeah there are a lot of parts in these two's interactions that you could tell Bane is knows something's up
0: yeah they're, it's like they it, he does really uh good good with um making characters seem like uh or at uh, least the, all the Sith not one-sided or hmm? at least making all the Civ characters um cunning like he, yes yeah they're like they seem like they would be able to strategize around or like
2: manipulate people mm-hmm. just know that everybody's against you and you'll be better off, honestly. Yeah, and um, we kind of get her;
0: it's her point of view trying to convince Bane, and she sees Bane as like kind of like a big dumb goon. Yeah, and she kind of learns. Oh man, he's kind of smarter than I thought he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
2: Let's he see. like he... doesn't he? Um, this is where he she introduces him to that that world, or not a world, but he basically thinks that his force powers are gone and she's saying to him that they're not gone, they're just, you're shunning away from them kind of. Um, Also before we get too far into Githany, I wanted to point out um, how awesome it was that uh, she bones other Jedi um, openly and, uh, or not openly, I think it's revealed that it's a secret relationship later I just thought that was really cool that it, um, I called it the wild in my notes. I have the, the wild west of the Jedi. Cause at first, <laughs> at first I thought like it was open cause she says it to the Sith people. But then you find out it's in secret. So the Jedi are still like against that, I guess. But whatever. Yeah. And I mean, she, um, she's like,
0: oh, I guess, I mean, the
2: Jedi are against a lot of shit. Yeah. That's, that's probably <laughs> part of why she came over here. Yeah. Yeah. And what? she she introduces bane to she could take him like into this world or in his own consciousness how does it describe it's like Uh, i got it right here so you did okay it,
0: it says uh um a spark well then he felt something else a spark a flicker of light and heat in the cold darkness his mind lunged out and grasped the flame and for one brief instant, he felt the glorious power of the Force burning through him once more. Then Githany let go of his hand, and it was gone, snuffed out as if he had merely imagined it. But he hadn't. It was real. He'd actually felt it. And it's kind of... I mean, she just kind of, like, opened up all of his emotions mm-hmm. in his, like, own mind, I guess. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what, what state that really is. It's it means, just-
2: like something way above like her pay grade like when she when she did that i thought that she was like on like a secret Sith master or something because she literally could give him his power back like she basically like i was like where did she learn this i don't know i guess it's like a a jedi power yeah she says
0: uh master honda taught me when i was studying under him in the jedi order she admitted i lost touch with the force once just as you have I was still a young girl when it happened. My mind simply couldn't cope with something so vast and infinite. It created a wall to protect itself. Mm. Um, It says, your anger is still there, as is the force. Now you must break through the walls you've built around it uh, and learn how to connect with the force once more. And so this is basically, I guess her master just taught her a way to break through the walls that you built around the force, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like just a way to be like, you know, stop. I mean, it's kind of like you got writer's block. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, a way to a technique to get rid of it. Basically,
2: it's pretty awesome, and um, it's clear, yeah, like manipulation from Gifmini because you could. I feel like she could. I I feel like she's extending this longer than it needs to be, right? Because I think she has the power at that moment. I guess like to just not give him his power back because it's not gone but if she can do that don't you think she could she doesn't have to do all these lessons with him that they end up doing like couldn't she just free him right there or do you not think that's how it works what do you mean like well she shows him like his potential right isn't that what he looks at it's like in the grasp of his hand and then she like lets it go like takes him out of it well because
0: he's like how do i learn how to do that by myself and she's like you just got to keep training Mm. basically okay and and then yeah and then he's like uh all right and she's Mm -hmm. like yeah you gotta i could train you through all this shit and then he's like well why what do you get out of this and she's like oh you don't trust me good well i want to get fucking that sirak and all the the zabrak uh his zabrak buddies basically
2: yeah also Um, this conversation is kind of like you get the reverse of it later we'll get to it but like i think it's cool how um it's githany being like ah good like you're not like stupid like you know that people have ulterior motives or like trying to not lure him to say things that she likes him to say but um make sure that he's asking good quick like he's not a complete buffoon i think is what she likes she would prefer that i guess like maybe yeah. she'd prefer him to be a complete idiot but i think she likes that he's not and that later is kind of like reversed i think yeah and um i guess the
0: last thing about this conversation is like um they're just kind of like i'll scratch your back you scratch mine uh I really like this part uh, where it goes back to the uh, barkeep uh, mm-hmm. Groszik where he tells him in the end, each of us in this is, uh, in this is alone. The survivors are those who know how to look out for themselves. And that's kind of what she says to him here. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, besides I don't care what the masters think in the end, those who survive are the ones who look after themselves. So it's Yeah,
2: like, it is cool. Yeah. Um, because later on, I think Bane, like, is glad that she thinks that certain way because when he starts verging away from like the brotherhood beliefs, that's what gives him hope that she can join him. I think, yeah, because she still she thinks like a to him, she thinks like a true Sith, like not this whole brotherhood um, equality kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Be a rule of two, selfish rule of two, yeah. Like yes, we'll get to that. Yeah, and um,
0: and then she leaves and. Uh, we got more. Get us see where he's watching her, <laughs> looking at, looking at her
2: ass and stuff. Oh, uh, yes, weird. of course. Bane is a uh, complete. <laughs> he's he's whatever. I think he. I think um. We just get a way. lot
0: of. It's just like uh, I don't know. We get this stuff in like, uh, I mean another series uh, Wheel of Time, where mm-hmm. a lot of female characters, it's like it
2: describes their bosoms. Yes, and like, I, I was gonna say like <laughs> it, it. It's in. Star Wars, it's like uh you're expecting kind of more not more tameness. It's not gratuitous, it's just like she's like the only female character and they're talking about her like like while wow, we're talking about calling her the Githusi, but I, I have no right to say this. But like they're just like the first time she shows up, it definitely just points out how all of her curves are like um like in these loose clothes, you could still see them basically. Like like when she was in the Jedi robes when you first see her. Yeah, yeah, there's
0: there's definitely certain Star Wars books that are aimed towards like younger boys, where it's mm-hmm. like uh, um, another uh, series is the first four Rogue Squadron books. The oh, really? Books. Uh, the Michael Stackpole ones. He he aims us specifically for young boys, and it it does that. Uh, especially the first one is like especially uh egregious uh you know to the point where the main character corn horn like everyone calls him corn horny because dang
1: (laughs) he just sees
0: he sees everybody every female character just in that light so
2: Mm. well one thing that's cool though like this is maybe like the best side of it but like i like character descriptions like like they describe her a certain way and i mean it could have probably been done differently i don't think it's bad it's just like i see who you're aiming at you know but I had an exact um, idea of what she looked like based off of these descriptions because um, they call, they say she has like bronze kind of skin and green eyes, black hair, like raven hair. And have you ever seen the show, the old Teen Titans show? Uh,
0: yes. the Yeah, the, the one on Cartoon Network. Network. Yes. Yeah.
2: There's an episode where Starfire, um, her sister uh, shows up and her name is Blackfire. You remember this episode? I'm like on a, I'm I'm going <laughs> tangent right now. But no, like, okay, well, she has like bronze skin and I'm pretty sure her eyes are green too, but, and black hair. So I I just imagined like basically her, but with like a cool cape, like a cool Sith cape. <laughs> but that was, that was really easy for me to identify because they, for the whole thing, do all the Sith Lords, they kept saying like, this one's a Twi'lek, this one's, they wouldn't describe anybody that wasn't a Twi'lek. So like half the Sith Lords in my head are Twi'leks uh and Khan is like an old man and Bane is just like described as muscular Mm. and it's not even until like like almost like a third into the book where they say he's bald at least unless you noticed it earlier so I'll say like minus all of the sexualization that I don't really always need um they said what color her hair was uh, her eye color and her skin I I like that
0: yeah descriptions are good I mean the have you have you looked up any like actual like uh, art like
2: I it's hard to tell which ones are official or not but yeah I, I think you know what I mean like yeah. I think I know what Bane is supposed to look like yeah it's pretty hard to tell to be honest especially it's... with
0: like old legend stuff like oh there's yeah. like very few character designs for
2: anybody and it's almost I sometimes mean... scary to look them up because I mean when you saw when I saw how Mitra Surik looks like in Old Republic I'm like nope. <laughs> nope.
0: <laughs> she looks like the Bond lady I play as in Go To your
2: yeah, no way. <laughs> um how do we always choose the same KOTOR preset. <laughs> it is like only two. Lady.
0: There's only two good looking like character designs
2: in Yeah, the, like I like the there's so many like where I want to pick somebody else but then their hair looks stupid like I don't yeah.
0: know. You want to be playing as that oblivion like ogre looking motherfucker. Oh
2: lord, yes. Sure. All right. Oh. Oh, uh
0: yeah so back to his training he so she agrees to train him in the ways of the force teach him all that all that shit and then he secretly goes to master Kasim begs him to train him in lightsaber combat Woo-wee. uh secretly mm-hmm. and he doesn't tell either of them about it cuz he's like yeah, they're both trying to use me for their own purposes. I mean, Kasim. Kasim's less, uh, self- a less more so, selfless.
2: A little bit more selfless.
0: But he's like, it's still good to have, you know, you know, your secrets and shit. Your
2: secrets, yeah. You want to keep the, all your secrets close
0: in the SIP Academy. So, um, and as as he does that, you know, he's training, uh, in the archives. Uh, by himself also and he's mm-hmm. kind he's kind of learning up That's learning. How he used up. To be. Yeah, exactly. And through that he kind of starts to, you know, suss out like, oh maybe this brother out of darkness thing is not the way that the old Sith used to be in or that we're supposed to
2: be. Oh yes. Also um the the archives, I don't think we said it this this time, but uh the archives, all the stuff they have is this stuff's been ran through already like there's only a little bit of scrolls and like some books but there's no hardcore like Sith holocron or anything like nothing that's going to
0: teach you anything crazy but yeah like more history stuff
2: it's basically the history of them losing because the reason that nobody reads the stuff is because they're like well obviously the methods of the old Sith didn't work they never won they never beat the Jedi so yeah um it's worthless basically
0: yeah, and he's kind of like, no, that, this seems like the way to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, these new motherfuckers are on something else. So, um, This goes on for a while, all this training. Uh, then we go to Bane challenging Sirach. Uh So Bane challenges and defeats Sirach, denounces his alliance of Gith- Githany and leaves to look for information, <laughs> but comes back empty-handed. So um
2: before the, the same... fight though uh-huh. i like that um in the writing i i also like that it describes him continuing to act as if he's weak while he's being trained by the two separate people
0: oh in classes and right? yeah he
2: acts he acts meek and like like he'll like when people are walking past him like he acts afraid puts his head down his hood like to look you know it's just a part of that whole sith thing like don't give away all your secrets also if you're planning your revenge make don't make it look clear that you're planning your revenge. Right. So yeah. um, Yeah. He, he continues to look like um a loser that everybody expects him to be uh, after getting his ass handed to him by Sirac. And then they, you know, that rematch comes up.
0: Yeah. The rematch is really satisfying because mm-hmm. it's just like him getting him just beating his ass.
2: And... and how does he let him, he like tires him out, but he does the Muhammad Ali on him. Like, yeah. Um, he makes him basically run out of moves to use,
0: and he's uh, like, so C- the- "It describes mm-hmm. that C Rock is basically he's never been in a fight for too long since because he's, he's so the good. best, yeah." And so he's not gonna do good in an endurance fight, mm-hmm. and Bane just kind of like, yeah, like he said,
2: kind of tires him up.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and how does he beat
2: him? He just, ooh, I'm trying to remember. I I thought he like. All I remember is that when he beats him, he says something to him like, uh, where's my, dang, I, I can't, I don't want to waste too much. I can't find it actually. He like, doesn't he have him like on like a cliff or am I thinking of the Lumia fight? Wait, no, <laughs> no you know. I, everything that involves a cliff, I can't remember. Um, but after that fight, how does he beat him? Um, doesn't he hit his hand and he drops his lightsaber? Or is that the first time they fight?
0: I think he just cracks them. I mean,
2: yeah, yeah, he, I mean, it's it, pretty it bad. Just... And then it even points out how, like, because, um, oh, we didn't point out, we didn't point out how Giffeny is in this crowd. Um, because remember, Giffany's plan is to defeat Sirach. Mm-hmm. And so, um, she's basically, uh, war- like, hopes that he gets the idea that he should kill Sirak in this fight. But Sirak does not um, get killed in this fight. Like he, he beats him and it shows that he's about to, this is how it ends. I remember he's about to strike him. And then um, he's, he is about to strike him and then he hesitates on purpose to see if Kasim will stop him. And then right after he hesitates, then Kasim stops him. Yeah. Um which is the opposite of how the first fight went because um uh, Cirac was walking up to him like to kill him and then Kasim stops him from killing him. So Cirac wanted to kill Bane but Bane did not want to kill Cirac. Yeah. And then- I, you're you're right. I went back and looked and he
0: uh, he just kind of smacks him in the hand and Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just he just defeats him like like a proper duel, I guess yeah Get and
0: he gets taken down to the med center and um i really like how it describes later on sirak waking up uh yeah in the med center and mm-hmm. he's by himself and he's just like "Oh man this is what happens when you, when lose, you lose as a sith you're just alone
1: <laughs>
0: yeah um and and then I think it's like oh, you're actually always alone as a Sith. Like yeah. you're never you're never you can never rely on anybody but yourself.
2: So mm-hmm. they describe his his siblings, his brother and sister, as like literally inseparable from him. Like they never leave his side. And then yeah, after he loses, even they're gone. Yeah, and.
0: Uh, it reminds me of a quote from the Revenge of The Sith* novel, but we haven't gotten there yet. So,
2: oh dang, I was gonna hear. I'll, I'll bring it up if I'll it's another it up. made-up line that's not in the movie, bro. Ooh. No, I was kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it up when
0: we get there. When we get there, okay. bro, we'll bring, I'll bring this line back up. The uh, we so we have a uh, Githy, uh, running up to Bane and being like, "Why didn't you kill him?" And he's just like, um.
2: What does he say? He was like, I'm just like, no,
0: that's I, he, he beat me, sent me to the back of the tank.
2: I did the same to him. That's it. Mm -hmm. I don't, he didn't kill me. I'm not going to kill him. The opposite of the Machiavelli, bro. You're supposed to beat them so they can never oppose you again, bro.
0: (laughs) And she's like, you're still afraid. And he's like, I'm actually not. And she's like, you're lying to me. And this is where they kind of like do their little breakup a little bit. She's like, you're not willing to go back to the dark side fully. It's not the way of the Sith. And she, he's like, "What the fuck do you know about the Sith, bro? You used to be a think, Jedi. Get out of here!" He's you. like, "Who do you think reads the ancient texts, me? <laughs> do and
2: you even read the ancient texts, bro?" I think he
0: says a line like, "You're still, you're, you're, you're stuck learning from masters who, who, uh, who like don't even study the ancient texts. Like I'm over here studying Oh shit. yeah. And then uh, she's like, uh, "What did she say?" Oh, right here she says, uh, where in the ancient text does it say to show compassion to a fallen enemy. Mm-hmm. And he just yeah. kind of he just kind of fucking leaves.
2: Yeah, he just walks away.
0: And I think this is where he uh goes to um Oh no, this is where Kasim gives Bane his lightsaber.
2: Oh yeah, he's like I saw how you how you how you was grinding out there and then he Oh yeah, doesn't he like go into um his room and give it to him yeah uh it says bro people's rooms are so funny it reminds me of like video games how you just be walking into people's <laughs> room bro it yeah. just says like he like when people knock this happens multiple times when people knock as soon as the person says like <laughs> hello <laughs> like it's just open like there's like it just opens up and they it just says... walk in
0: <laughs> it says what does it say Oh no! It says he knock, knocks softly, mm-hmm. and then uh, he like
2: sprints to the door, right? Like,
0: yeah. And then he jumps up, and then it says the blade master stepped through the open door without waiting for an invitation. He gave Bane a nod that told him to close it once he was inside. <laughs> Which, <laughs> yeah, people just be
2: walking in, like, bro, like,
0: like. At least he knocked. What's first?
2: Uh, yeah, that's true. It's not so, like it's not like Link just like stealing all your stuff.
0: So he gives him a lightsaber, and it's described as a curved handle. And, Very surprising short blade curved handle red lights, red blade um and so i was picturing in my head like a shorter uh dooku dooku blade
1: Mm -hmm,
2: exactly
0: uh like a shorter version of that which is kind of cool
2: pretty sick it looks i mean that's crazy because i feel like that looks harder to use and um, yeah especially to like just do normal things like but he does describe him having to change his grip on it like it describes how he has to hold it closer to the bottom, like put the bottom part. Cassine tells him to put the bottom part in like the, your thumb part of your hand, like that little pad there. That was pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. And yeah, he, he d- describes, uh, you know, you're gonna, it's going to take some getting used to, so get to practicing basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and is this where he goes to... Um, he goes to the valley already, right?
2: To um, find information. Okay, so where we are in the story, I think this is around the part where, uh, just because this is where it fits my notes, they have, I think this is where Khan says that we need the Sith Lords from the academy.
0: Mm, right, right, right. Yeah, this is where he starts ordering all these students. To be all the students need to
2: leave, and um, I was like in the notes i said because this is his words he says that the because he they're describing him looking at his camp and how everything's going wrong and he sees some sith lords on the battle like on the camp with him that are injured and he says something like um the students at our school make these sith lords look like trash like and i was just thinking so you're in the middle of a war this whole time and you were just gonna just let those kids just stay there like when were you thinking to bring them out like like after you lost already like it was confusing to me why would you if they're that strong already then why are they not out there
0: yeah um and then we have let's see oh yeah this is where we get the uh githany kind of forming her alliance with Rack, right mm-hmm. he's like um hey Uh I I was like I went I like put an alliance together with Bane, but we're not together anymore. Let's Mm -hmm. form an alliance to take him out. And
2: she's like, Yeah, yeah, he, he realizes that that's a weird thing to want revenge. Like why why do you want revenge? And it's not because um it it's because he left her and she wants revenge. It's not like he lost she lost to him in like a fight or something. Yeah. And that's like yeah, like her reasoning, I guess.
0: Yeah. And so he, um, and I, I'm curious if you think that she was kind of just trying to play both sides, see who was, you know, the top dog. Yeah. Or I she do, was... I do
2: think that, but I do think, Do you think she was kind of
0: trying to play Sierra the entire time and she was actually going to turn on him?
2: I think, yeah. I really think she wants Bane to be with her. Like, she wants Bane to be powerful. So, to be worthy of her, I think.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. So, she does play them against each other, but only to see, like, how strong Bane is and also move herself up. Yeah. Because she's like, she is kind of like a true Sith. Like, she does uh, use, like, cunning and she does try to. Excel. She's not really completely into this whole. Um, well, she is into the brotherhood, but just differently than the top dogs are, I think.
0: Yeah, and this is where we get Bane on Korriban. Uh Actually, before that, I mean, he he he's on left he already.
2: Cordis, right? Cordis is the argument with Cordis is what sends him to the valley.
0: He, uh, it it like skips that. Mm-hmm. It, like he hasn't argument with Cordis, but it doesn't
2: show it. No, it does. It, it it has him like talking to him, and he's like, um, like doesn't Kopeck show up, and he's like, "What happened to Bane?" And then he's no, like, no, 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 no. It does. It does show the argument. They 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 argue about like the belief system. Uh, I don't know if this is this quote I have. I don't know if it's part of their argument. I thought that oh. was
0: after he after he gets back
2: no 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 because i i remember he the argument leads to him leaving he's like he's like if you believe he says if you believe well i'm not reading it word for word oh. but if you believe that you could find knowledge out there that's not already been stolen like everything's already been stolen then go out there yourself and he's like i will and that's when he leaves without telling githany and that's why githany goes to sirak you're right because he yeah. left without saying anything which, yeah, that's, how you, that's how you know he's mad, dude, like, <laughs> like man, like, he's, like, didn't even tell GIF me dude, and, like, that was, like, partner kind of person, but, yeah. oh, man.
0: Yeah, this is a good argument. I, I don't know why I thought it skipped it. What yeah. page
2: are you on? Oh, I forgot we have different items, kind of. Yeah. What page does yours say? Uh,
0: It says 279.
2: Does that have a chapter?
0: No, uh, like, the end of 17.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, the, so... You are an impudent fool. You worship those who are dead and gone. (laughs) Yeah, 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 this is it, yeah.
0: Yeah, so he ends up going uh, to the Valley of the Dark Lords, and he finds... So awesome. uh, He finds nothing there, (laughs) and he's just like, man, this is kind of what's left of the Sith.
2: literally Um, nothing, like... He basically was fanboying for like the whole school year just to find out that there's nothing left of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it he takes basically like a short amount of time to get there, too.
0: Yeah, because it's like it's like right outside the city, it says. And mm. here it actually gives the city that they're in a name, and this is the only time it ever receives a name. Do you remember? I, what no it it describes him like uh it's like when he leaves like when he's making his entrance to the valley and he's leaving the academy okay um let me see but yeah it's the only instance where it describes the city and it doesn't say it anywhere on like wikipedia or anything which is what really yeah oh my god um it um, just goes to show you like wikipedia is not all the time reliable but
2: yeah not really yeah so he
0: goes he doesn't find anything uh once he comes back
2: he uh he's dying when he comes back so he's there for like three weeks and I think Cordis tells him about like all the dangers that are out there along with the fact that you um won't find anything it yeah. describes on his way back how Dang, I can't remember how, how long, but him getting there was, like, short. And then his way back the same way was three times as long because of how tired he was. He was, like, fighting those dog creatures, I think is how they're described. Yeah. So they're, like, giant dogs, and he describes, like, two skirmishes he has with them. And he's, he's like, I think this is probably the closest he is to dying besides the c fight in the whole book. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh on, like the hatred, <laughs> the dark side, basically.
0: Yeah. I like how before this, uh, I think it was CRX, like, uh, oh, he's not coming back. And Githen, he's like, no, nah, he'll, he'll be back. Like, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Like, you don't know him. He'll be, he'll oh, be back. yeah. Cause the, the students are getting ready to leave also. This is around the time where they get word that all the students have to go to Rusan and yeah. Bane's not there. And, uh, Kopesh, it gets very disturbed by this because he's like, well, all the students are coming with us, so where's Bane? And he's like, nah, he's not coming back. And it's like, bro, we literally need him. He's like the strongest person at this. He's like stronger than us, dude. Like, what are you talking about? And uh, yeah, then Bane, Bane makes it back to the school, I think. The dude the dude goes straight to the kitchen. Doesn't
0: <laughs> like, this describe him like eating a bunch?
2: Yeah, it describes him like he he's about to fall over and then like smells the food and he just walks towards the food and um, I think he like he falls asleep and then he gets two visits one from a teacher is it Kasim and then by Githany I think
0: uh, it says I think it's called Dresh Day hmm? the city is, is called no, oh, the I think... city. oh you were looking it up yeah um, this is the only time it's mentioned it says 13 days he searched the tombs Uh, sustaining himself with the force and hydration tablets. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of all he used. Um, I like how, yeah, I mean, it describes uh, the Jedi could do this too, where it's like, they could just like survive for like weeks only on the force.
2: force, Yeah. Uh,
0: I think uh, Luke does this in the Thrawn, the original Thrawn trilogy, where he's, yeah, he's kind of out in the middle of nowhere like no one's gonna rescue him so he's like
2: kind of trying to survive in space and he does say at one point Bane he's like I could do that if I wanted to like um just wait here but nobody's coming for me so like I, he says he could put himself into like a kind of like a coma state yes but he knows that nobody's coming for him so he has to keep going yeah um I think
0: yeah I I think the Theron trilogy is the first time that happens and so maybe they got it from there
2: that's kind of cool actually
0: yeah, because I know like old legend stuff. They always takes like powers from each other. Like, yeah, true. Which is pretty cool.
2: Like, um, how that, about, like?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. And so he, he eats the
2: food. He knocks out.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think it's Cordis that comes into his room, right? And he's okay. like, "Hey, uh, you're a you're a Sith Lord now, bro." And he's like, "Oh yeah, like I don't really care." fuck your fucking sith order dude
2: then he gives him the crystal right
0: yeah he's like here take a a crystal like he's like i already have a lightsaber he's like well this one's better because it's this one's better (laughs) he says it's synthetic so it's better better Mm. better organic shit Mm -hmm. and um and then he leaves i really like how they did this he's like yeah you're a sith lord dude and bane like goes out of his room and i think it's is it here where she comes in later and she's like, Yeah, they
2: made everybody a Sith Lord because they're gonna <laughs> <laughs> And that just dude, I'm sure that just irks him so much because he's just like, Bro, like, there should not be this many Sith Lords anyway. Like Yeah I think when he's when he tells him you're a Sith Lord now, he's like, I don't even care. Like I'm <laughs> you're yeah. these are not real Sith Lords. He's like, I don't give a fuck about you
0: guys. Mm-hmm. Um and he has like a confrontation, like they're all they're all like packed up, suited up. He walks up to uh Cordis and he's like uh yeah fuck the sith order fuck the brotherhood i'm darth bane bitch and oh is this when like, he says that yeah he's like uh you can call me darth bane
2: um and it's he like i think they they do actually call him that like i thought they were just not going to respect his wishes but like everybody calls him darth bane for the rest of the book <laughs> i suppose nobody just calls him darth <laughs> yeah like darth like you're the only one who's darth bane
0: Oh, I think actually before this it was the uh, the rack stuff, right? So he, it's just um, Giffany The confrontation him
2: that he's here. Well, I thought it was the confrontation. No, no, C-Rack. no. It goes, it goes. He eats the food and then he talks to Kasim, goes to sleep for a couple more hours, and it's like he wakes up at midnight on another knock, and then yeah. Githany comes in.
0: Yeah, and then after that
2: he he. Oh yeah, the confrontation. He goes. To, uh, the to like the library where they usually study. All she yeah. says is, "I have to show you something." Yeah, yeah. And and he, I think he kind of, he kind of knows... something. No, actually, I think he, I think he was caught unawares. Actually, dude, like, uh,
0: yeah, I think by Cirac, right? He yeah, like he, he didn't know that,
2: um, that was gonna happen. So Cirac ambushes him, a lot. Right. Yeah, the door closes right behind him, and then. Uh, So, you know, all the students became Sith Lord. So, Sirak and his siblings pop out with uh, uh, sabers. He doesn't
0: have his lightsaber, right?
2: He does not have it. So, um, dang, how does the scene go? Because it was so odd.
0: It's like uh, they all have their sabers ignited, and Sirak is like, all right, Githany, fucking take his ass out. And then Githany, like, uh, tosses Bane his lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And uh no, but it's they... after he like
2: says something, right? He says like because she was testing him to see um how he's going to react to her betraying him. Um Ah man, I am there's you're a student of this can nope, no nope. So this is the Cordis thing. Don't go blade my Dang, it must be in part three of the thing. Um is it at the end of chapter 21?
0: Yeah, it's just just mainly him just convincing her, like, you know you want to side with me.
2: Like, like, you you don't want to be with this punk, basically, and Mm -hmm. like, he has to use, does he say something like you he has to beat me with three people or something and um, that makes him weak, basically using the fact that he believes in, like, power of, like, the one um, against his multiple, like, sirax's gang fight basically and um she throws him his lightsaber and he they proceed to also to point out Giffany has a, a a light whip yeah which was another thing that i was kind of just like are you just doing this because she's like the only girl here like like yeah. the uh, lumia has a, a a light whip from the uh legacy of the forest books it's like come on like why does she have to, this this weapon is And they never try to do anything with like, oh, like it takes more skill to use this or something. Also, uh, real quick to point out, I think we're, I think this recording goes up to two hours.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, We could we could do a part two.
2: Okay okay. So maybe we should end it right here and then just try to connect them together.
0: Uh, Yeah, we'll we'll end it here with um with the uh the fight
2: between Cirac and Bane.
0: Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll start part two off uh, with that. So, okay, uh, cool. all right, we'll be back. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, this has been part one of "Why Must Love Fade." Uh, thanks for listening.
1: Peace.